0: Welcome to Creative Conversations with Costume Designers. Oh my gosh, that was a lot. (laughs) Well, us costume designers have a lot to say about what it looks like to tell stories with clothing. I'm your host, Mandy Line. I've been a costume designer for the last 22 years. During COVID-19 lockdown, I felt lost, not being able to make words on a page come to life through costume design. I decided to reach out to my peers, come to find that they felt the same way. I decided to seize the moment and start this podcast. We don't need a lockdown to want to be inspired, motivated, and entertained. So each week, tune in to hear amazing, (laughs) unexpected stories of what it looks like to be a costume designer to them. No one's story is the same. Trust me. Are you ready? I am. Let's do this. Each episode is brought to you by the Western Costume Company, your one-stop shop for all your costume needs. On the 25th anniversary of the movie Clueless being released, this iconic costume designer Mona May took the time out to hang with us. Here we go. Hi. (laughs) You are set up and ready to go. Okay, let me do my famous filter that I do. Here we go.
1: Ooh, so sexy.
0: To blow it out. I love that bookcase I've been seeing. Well, first of all, thank you for being here because your time is about this big with all your interviews. Number one, guys, if you don't follow Mona May, you're crazy. Number two, you have done, can you just name a couple of the interviews you've had lately with who?
1: Oh my God, Vogue, Variety, Elle Magazine, Town & Country. I mean, it's just... Uh, Cosmo, Italy. I mean, it's been insane. Uh,
0: if I recall, I saw you on my TV screen on Access Hollywood.
1: Oh, well, yes. Darling. Okay,
0: sure, sure, that too. Well, <laughs> I know how busy you are. I know we had this huge meeting this morning. And thank you for taking the time to be here with us. And what I'm going to do real quick, I'm just going to run down a little bit of your credits, and then we're going to get into it, just in case we have got some... I love that you always wear a hat, and I do, too, in all the days.
1: <laughs> I you know. Guys. I was thinking of you this this morning. Like, should I? That's very Mandy. I mean, You know what? I, I mean, I do it, more. Right do the tilt,
0: Do the tilt. <laughs> and I love the lips, the glasses, and the hat.
1: Yeah, okay. well, you know what? You got a signature. We all have a signature.
0: <laughs> I love it. No, it's good. It's good. Okay, guys. So, Mona May, not only is this the 25th anniversary for the epic high-fashion film, Clueless. I'm just going to tell you guys a couple. Oh my god, our views are coming. This is great. A couple of, I mean, her resumes this long. But <laughs> I'm going to mention some of my favorites. We've got Never Been Kissed, Wedding Singer. And my favorite, if you guys haven't seen this movie, Loser, <laughs> I'm not kidding. My ex-boyfriend, who was a director, he sat me down and he said, this is a small movie. And it blew up my favorite, um, Enchanted, Stuart Little 2, Romney Michelle's High School Reunion. And you know, a lot of my viewers have emailed me about the Haunted Mansion. Oh, how nice. Oh, I yeah. love it
1: so much. It was so much fun. It was just really thrilling. Yeah, for Disney, it was just great to do that.
0: So I think I always say like after my lives if people need to know what to do on their weekend they can have a Mona Mae binge weekend we <laughs> and we've 8 uh, millimeter with Joaquin Phoenix Nicholas Cage and House Bunny and that is just again a small part of her resume so thank you for blessing us <laughs> with your time thank
1: you i mean it wouldn't be this fun if people were not
0: watching and you right?
1: know, great yeah. to- it's great people are, like still resonating to my movies I mean I love meeting you know women all ages and you know when they find out the coolest and how much they what, what experience they had when they right. saw it, how much it influenced them how it made them happy and you know influenced them to to become a costume designer or go into fashion I mean it's amazing you know I mean it's it's and it's it's really truly the women who are in their 40s who saw the movie when they were young that never yeah 16 so it's a whole new generation of, of people who haven't even born when the movie came out you know and they are still loving it and the fashion inspires them so I, I'm just delighted you know I mean that's truly like it's it's a blessing it's it's truly an amazing blessing
0: well, I think it speaks to your work too because lord knows we work with the youth that have like just saw the movie and I'm like you just saw this movie but it does resonate the same yes as, as it did 25 years ago it gets inside of what, I mean, obviously, Amy Heckerlein, the genius that she is. And you that combo was timeless.
1: Amazing. I think that I cannot talk more about co- collaboration on movies. You know, I think that it, it, yeah. it, you, you know, you meet the director and you click. If there's something that really, like, you both resonate. Feels good. It's easy. I mean, it's really fun. And with Amy, it was like that immediately. We met on a pilot. Okay. pilot didn't get picked up, but we were like, Uh, Twins. I mean, we were bringing the same tear sheets. You know, like oh my god, cool.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: everybody? You know, so it was like oh my god, I found this, I found that. And when she wrote Clueless, she called me and said, you know, I really want you to do it because your sensibility. You know, I'm European. I grew up all over the world. I kind of had that global point of view before it was kind of you know coined. You really wanted to do something that's timeless and fun at the same time. That's fashion forward. And she allowed me to do it. You know, she she wanted more hats. She was like, you know, let's talk. to And me. that's
0: rare. That's <laughs> rare. too. It's a strong woman to take that on, to be able to accept yeah. that collab too,
1: you know. But it's just it's just, like you said, it's seamless. It's so much fun. And, you know, we had an amazing DP who Bill Pope, who's, you know, super famous now. And he also the way that he shot the movie, he took the camera and he kind of was like a fashion eye. So he went in there and, you know, look at the details. And, you know, we had a full box all the time. You know, don't we, you love that? We sell the backpack. So, you know, that's also unusual, I think, the way that movies are filmed. Uh-huh. And, uh, so this helped the viewers to kind of be an insider of all of that information that we, you know, that I prepared as a costume designer. I mean, so many times we get like, oh my God, we didn't even see this outfit. Um,
0: but, no, ah. I, I have a director, Norman, that I worked with on Pretty Little Liars and Michael Lundbeck on The Click. And they would pan up and kind of give me like a little nod. And that feeling, right? You're just like, well, it's, I like that right now. Cynthia Summers just joined us. And this is one of the things that I wanted to speak to was, back in, ni- in 1995 when um, Clueless came out, I'm going to do, I'm going to let the viewers know some quotes. And it's really interesting because on Pretty Little Liars, and now on Babysitter's Club with Cynthia Summers, Clueless has been passed down. It's almost right, like, right. You know, and, it's, and I, I hold that as such gratitude to your work as the cast on my show is like, oh my god, can we have a clueless moment? And then you have the Babysitter's Club where everyone's like, right, oh right. my god, a clueless moment. So right, how right. the F long is these moments going to go? <laughs> I mean, I, love it. I think the moments
1: will go forever because it's a classic, something, you a know, great reference. And I think everybody knows
0: it. And, right. uh, you're yeah. right. It's it's a language. I really, I really like that about it. And I'm gonna give I'm gonna quote some articles and a famous actor that said. So we've got uh, Clueless has been called the ultimate fashion film, and 1995 is also called the first modern fashion movie. So to a lot of people out there that didn't grow up necessarily in this time, we had movies like Reality Bites and Singles, and it was all grungy. So you right. you've, you've right. got this costume designer that's got this European sensibility, you've got this director that is allowing you to do your job, can you explain to Oh, one more quote. Alicia Silverstone said, I didn't understand how fashion forward Mona May's thinking was, and one of my biggest regrets is that she gave away some of the clothes. Uh She said it in his article. She said, uh, "I cannot was- believe that I didn't get it, and I gave away the clothes." And like, it's one of her biggest regrets. But my main question is: the process between you and the director was it? Since you were approaching something so epic from the runways to the screen, and there wasn't internet, was there sketches? Tear, what did that look like with the director and the actors? Actually,
1: time, Yeah, there was no internet, so there was right. No- com so you know i don't know if people my age remember the big collection books that you had to buy they were like 80 dollars. Yep. i still the-
0: have one i mean i had many of them yeah yeah
1: so this was really how i was able to get the information Mark. from the to see what's happening in paris milan and london and the next step was really crucial i think that i took the information but then i ciphered it through the point of view of share of a young girl in high school Got so that's Important because I think uh, and Amy really didn't want to have like models running strutting around. True, their- that
0: would have been nobody would have connected.
1: Exactly, it was about being authentic characters that you loved. That these girls, so so everything has had to be filtered through the eye of a you know high school girls. Totally, totally. He wanted very much the movie to be youthful, to be fun, to be you know the most important thing was about femininity, mm. no beauty of being a girl. And I think the color palette was so important, and you know every piece of clothing no matter where it came from high fashion or 99 yeah, yeah. thrift store it was altered to fit like couture you know so all of that stuff was that like,
0: gave it that little that gave it that pump up yeah
1: yeah yeah and i think also so what's i think part of the the um, you know big impact too how girls started dressing like this that that at the time in the 90s everything was high fashion low mm-hmm. fashion mm-hmm. You know? kind of worked forties clothes from the thrift stores, you went to the mall and bought, bought the trendy stuff yes. or you had money. But nobody really blended Perfect. it. Like oh, okay, you wear Balenciaga bag with your rib jeans and you have a you know leather jacket that's designer foot flip flops. Right. It's normal, you know, but at that time, nobody dressed like that. So- nobody
0: did. We never, we never pushed those boundaries. And now everybody's putting like a piece of paper with this. Like right. everyone's doing everything. But back right. then, nobody was ready for that.
1: Nobody was ready for it. It was very much, you know, you stayed in your line. Good call. Yeah. Really changing that with, you know, especially Dion's clothes were amazing. Because she was like vine
0: Oh, oh, Love- hold, watch this. Here we go. Let's see if I'm, if I can do this correctly, because... I am obsessed with her clothes. And okay, let's.
1: Okay. She was so much
0: fun because, oh. oh, it's but you know what? I don't know how to make it bigger. That's the problem. It's okay. Oh see, even that. Okay, look at that. So like that the purse. This
1: is a vintage purse on on Dion. Uh the the outfit that she's wearing, I design. And then I put the vinyl lapel to match the vinyl hat. That was my
0: question. Did you do the vinyl on that?
1: Did you make
0: that hat too?
1: No, 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 no. That was a great designer I met in New York, Calkin. And we collaborated and did a bunch of crazy stuff for this film with him, which, you know, it's like, I think his most famous work too. Right. Wow. This day by millions of people. Uh, But yeah, you know, it's like, imagine doing this movie. It's, 25 million movie in 1995, not a big, you know, you have two months to prep, you're getting the script, you know, where Alicia Silverstone has 60 changes, you know, you have to create the new world. You have to find the clothes of the future now because I can't make everything. So the task was huge, you know, and and really kind of the pressure of bringing something fresh and knowing that it's a complete world. So, I mean, it's not just the main characters, it's the extras. Everybody that came in the morning at 5am had the grunge clothes.
0: Well, the PE, can I just tell you the PE looks, Still to this day, if anyone's seen the movie The Click, we had this PE scene, and they had to wear uniforms. And you right. heard one of the actors go, why can't we just do like the what Clueless did? And I was like, it was epic, because there was this line of connection, right. but they looked different. Did you, right. was that right. a bunch of mix-matching, cutting, and sewing,
1: taking you know? Uh, everything from this movie came from kind of the authentic place. Like even the plaids came from, you know, a schoolgirl, Catholic schoolgirl uniform. But how does cool. she her way of, you know, high fashion, this, the gym class was, okay, it's black and white. That's what we need. <laughs> let's take that to another level, you know? And, and I think what's really important in any film is to, yeah. to the character stays the same, no matter what changes you do, you know? Yeah. So I think, Again, Cher was very simple. She had the little spaghetti strap. I know,
0: I noticed that more and more was she didn't. You didn't take her out uh, like the redhead girl. You took her to another planet. Oh she, yes. Cher maintained. I, couture, I like that.
1: It was couture. She's classic. You know. Right. She's on her. Then you had the funky Dion. You had the funky. So she had the tuxedo shirt. You know, with the mesh. Sleeves underneath. Oh, you know? she had the bandana because she was cool. She had the matching beeper. You know, all of that it was it was like so much fun. Uh, I mean, great example of this this kind of uh, transformation is in House Bunny. If people saw it, because this was seven girls who were. Oh my perfect, god! You know, you, um, and Emma Stone was kind of the preppy, and then yeah, you had the yeah. hippie girl, and then you had then again who was kind of the punk rock. God, and you then- had so many. Actors that were on the verge of blowing up. That's kind of me. And you know, I just kind of give them a little makeover. I teach them about how to wear clothes. Isn't that
0: funny? It's like, let's introduce them to Mona May and then they're going to blow up. There we go.
1: Eckling <laughs> is also quite amazing. You know, I think she, she she's that director. She put so many people careers that skyrocketed. I mean, it's just Yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, look at Fast Times on Ridgemont High. Hello.
1: Oh, hello. Yeah.
0: yeah, you got in with a good one. But I think that a lot of the times when I go on interviews, you hear writers, directors, showrunners say, everyone looked the same. And I'm like, everyone, you know, having their own world. I really think that you as a costume designer for other costume designers, your films are really great research because their world comes out in their clothing. It's not just everyone wears what's cool. Right, you know,
1: well, to me, the authenticity of the person has its, it's number one thing, you know, I want the audience you can to see it. They are and really, really diligent about staying in that lane of person and but giving them i mean look at drew barrymore never been kissed you know oh, she's yeah. crazy in the beginning she was like the mousy girl Josie you know? Grossy. hello <laughs> then she goes to high school and she thinks it's like white boa and a lemon purse and white jeans are cool right 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 and then she kind of transforms herself into this beautiful young lady at the end when she's waiting for him, you know, to come to the stadium. And she's in this very feminine, you know, chiffon. dress With
0: Michael Vartan, my boy. <sighs> I know so, I worked with him on the arrangement. Uh-huh. I just, but because never been kissed, I thought I was Drew Barrymore because I love that movie so much. So when he came to the fitting, I was like, ah kiss me Michael I love you but yes I think the way that you transform characters I think it's something that even new costume designers need to remember is the authenticity people want that journey of just not cool 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 styling styling you know
1: you know it's we can get lost in it and I think that we also have to educate actors we have to you nailed it I think we have to let them know what the, what it is, because I don't think a lot of people understand clothes, you know, I mean, it's like, what does that mean? You know, we mm-hmm. know fine skirt or a great maybe, point, you know, so I think we have to really bring that into the, the fitting room. That's when the magic happens. I think to me, you know, yeah. when everything sells out, you can have great ideas and great, you know, boards and, you know, all your visuals, but really but it- not. Is putting the clothes on, then you know what it is, you know, and it, it's such a small line, I think, to be too sexy or to be too much or to be, you know, even in socio-economic way where maybe the clothes really are too designer for the person's pocketbook, you know, so you, you really want to be true. And it doesn't mean that sometimes you can use Prada top. Yeah, yeah. And doesn't look like $5,000, you know, but all of that, the color palette teaching them, you know, how things should fit.
0: To me, fit is everything too. You know, like it's, in- you can tell too. You can yeah. tell when it's like if they only alter that. Just one of the things that I, I never dressed like clueless entirely. But one of the things I remember doing was taking a V-neck men's sweater, cropping it, right. and having a longer shirt underneath. But even just the tailoring of that cuff and how much it pops out, you didn't just throw that on. Like you, you definitely. No made it out
1: and I think the success you know that I have I think it it really is value to that of just always taking you know every detail so seriously I mean you know it can make us crazy I mean I think
0: it comes back to haunt you when actors text you and say does this fit I need your help right right
1: right right right. (laughs) like which dress should I wear to red carpet always but uh i don't know you know, I love what I do. I mean the passion oh, you can and, tell density and, and I mean i'm a virgo i'm a detail oriented person you know i I love creating these worlds i I love also having fun, you know, I think part of two, some of that maybe it's ends up on screen, you know. Mm-hmm. Of, how I kind of present people. There's always some kind of whimsy. you know. I, I, I'm i lucky to do a lot of comedies, which are really fun because you're also working with comedians who can kind of take a little piss of themselves and they can really, you know, like Romy and Michelle Isakudo was like, let's do it. Let's wear, you know, I mean, let's go crazy with it. Anna Ferris too, you know, so it's like these girls really, I mean, Anna was so much fun to, to play the Playboy Bunny. That's I mean, good
0: to know. I was wondering how she was. Yeah, that's cool.
1: But you know, so interesting because we didn't again. How do you create this Playboy bunny that's not kind of tasteless? You right, know, or, right? Right. It was so sweet. You won't, you you loved her. You know, you you even though it was low cleavage and I mean, you've created all the you well know. because
0: you've already created that love through her clothes by the time you got there, and yes, that's identifying. Right
1: there's that sensibility I think in my work that's just has a little bit of whimsy and there's always color and and it's again it's so easy to go too far and I think that's where the costume wears the actor instead of the actor and creating that energy that comes out you know so it's interesting I mean it's it's really it's process of you know and I think for young designers it really takes time to uh trust yourself you know to kind of uh, go through the trials and tribulations to know and 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 believe in yourself that your decision is actually the right decision and Even don't though, you oh sorry go ahead yeah you know that you have to kind of decide now because that's how fast our job is and you have to trust it and maybe if it's not 100 percent 50 perfect right it's perfect it's good enough and you gotta go at a certain point and let it let it be you know?
0: No, I like that you said that. I think the older I get, you know, I'll complain about wrinkles all day, but I love the conviction that I have in my fittings now, yes. you know, yes. don't you, you can feel that too.
1: Yeah. And I think it's helpful. I think it's helpful to the director. I think it's helpful to the actor, because if you have conviction, they can believe it and they can kind of, you can, you can take them there. You know, and, I think when you're like, Oh, I don't know, maybe this is good. Then they get insecure. No, nope, they Exactly. It, it, Everything and you know, I mean I think insecurity is the biggest problem that we deal with actors in the sense where we have to build them up, we have to help them kind of you know get there to yeah. the place where it's like they walk on this on this set and it's like ah hundred percent.
0: and their shoulders are back. I remember I was telling yeah. an actress one time. Um, and by the way, you have uh, costume designers commenting on how great your fit is, and they want me to talk about your dog. So we're gonna do that later. Um, but I think it's so interesting, and I think uh, even the you know, younger costume designers coming in, you, our experience helps us read the room. And when an actor or actress comes in, I yes. remember she wasn't like liking anything. And I finally sat her down and I said, you need to tell me what happened on your date last night. And she was like, it went horrible. It went to <laughs> shit. It was, was... And I was like, right after that fitting, I got her in everything. But you know when it's something so sensitive going on.
1: Right, and part of your job is to be a psychologist, to, <sighs> be, a, to be a psychic, to Isn't be it? everything. And I have to create that atmosphere of trust and kind of really comfort. You know, they are getting naked in front of us. I mean, it's a very a point. Yeah, yeah. If you're watching or anybody who's interested in costume design, you have to know like you're dealing with people's most insecure things. You know, mm-hmm, it's, mm-hmm. I'm looking in the mirror every day going, oh, I don't Can know. Can you
0: imagine, right?
1: <laughs> so, exactly. We are kind of there with our talent of of being able to hide their imperfections, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, give them something to show off in a sense, you know, be the cleavage, be the great arms.
0: It be may them. have been their insecurity when they walked in, but when they walk out, it could be their favorite part.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Like, and I loved it with, especially with the young actresses. You know, I work with. I have worked also at Disney Channel for many years. You know, so I worked with very young girls too. You know, eleven. Oh.
0: That movie Lemon Mouth was, yes. was such a Le- hit. My friend Bridget was the lead, right? Yes, yes. So she the- was also in the movie The Click. And then oh. she did Lemon Mouth. And I, she told me, oh, my gosh, there's this costume designer. You guys are like the same. <laughs> it was such a funny moment. Yeah, yeah. So that was kind of cool. So even those movies, you have, you know, they're, they're still fragile and growing up.
1: Exactly, exactly. You know, so you have to really uh, keep the balance. You know, I like, think yeah. it's so all of the all of jobs in the world i think are you know it's a balancing act between the corporate bec- between the artistic you know and c- kind of how you are and i mean <laughs> you know now we're entering even more of an interesting times with the COVID and how we're going to do our job right but to me i was thinking about it this morning when i was listening to the to, to our meeting yeah because it's you know our, our job is so collaborative i mean to me the the kind of camaraderie of being together on set and talking mm-hmm. to everyone, i know i know I really am going to miss that. I mean, to me, that kind of of my creativity and and, and it's so joyful. So being more separated, I think uh, for me, it's going to be harder because that it doesn't have that flow that we normally kind of have, you know, it's movie making. It's like we on set. We always exchange ideas and, and, you know, being even on set when the actors are already dressed and Mm -hmm. just touches or something. Well, I
0: saw on your reel. You, I am such an on-hands designer and on your website, there's a moment of you just rolling up a sleeve, and that reminded me, I got the chills, I'm like, oh my God, we're not going to be able to pop that collar, we're, you know, and I know you're like me with that. It's going to be an adjustment.
1: And those are really kind of those, those really magical moments that I know. That I know. add a tiny little something to the character. Yep. And that's in here. That only, it, it, yeah. It, too fast and you have to you know you have to prepare so much so really in that moment when you either go to the to the dressing room the last minute you know when Changes, they we, yeah yeah you know changing something and uh you know sometimes things come back from alterations not perfect so you, to, you know oh, do i some, know you we won't even be able to have like second fitting probably you know i mean it's going to be very interesting times i mean i'm glad that sal in the meeting said that you know it's not forever
0: I know that I, that reminded me because I was yeah. texting with Meredith and I was like, are our jobs going to be, this is the reason we do 14 hour days. This is why we do this. Cause we actually love it. Right. And I saw reminded that the love's going to be there. It's just right. going to, and we're all in this together. So that's another yeah. thing that will help too. Right. Yeah. With everything moving forward. Looking
1: forward to getting back to work. And I, I have a great opportunity right now to work on the animated movie, which is awesome. You know, <gasps> Because I'm I'm kind of the expert since, uh, well, since you know, I did the clothes for Stuart, all CGI.
0: I watched some of it last night. So I was watching Enchanted and Stuart Little to ask you about the animation question. Because how does that do, this was the question, does the animation come first? Or does your ideas come first? Or is it? A... Well, it's different in different cases, I think. Got so, it.
1: You know, like, for example, in Enchanted was really interesting. It was a 2D animation. So it's a flat animation that became live action. So right. I was very involved in, in creating the characters themselves, too. Cool. Before. A certain way that they were having to dress. I mean, uh, there was a sidekick to the, to the prince, and he was kind of a very big guy. With the
0: brown outfit on? Yeah. yeah and I watched it this morning, yeah. Drawing him with, like, little tiny shorts. <laughs>
1: Well, that's right. right. you have to say this won't work in, you know, in New York City and, <laughs> you know, in yeah. Times Square in those shorts it's not going to work, you know, the guys over 250 pounds yeah. and all that stuff. So I was brought very on into the design process of the characters because it was, you know, live action costumes went straight from that, you know, they kind of went through a tunnel right. in New York City. Um on the job i 'm working right now, I get already the, the characters given to me, so they already built so they you know, but they also different proportion, you know, like Stewart was a mouse did you we, have to make the little guys Well, it was never in in real life it was all in the computer, so i you wow. know I put all patterns, the patterns get sewn onto the onto the character in the computer, you tailor into the computer. Uh, you know, now, crazy. new programs that are super amazing. So actually when you put the garment on, okay. you can see with the light red light that it's pulling somewhere so you can adjust the pattern.
0: That's so crazy. So the yeah. fabrics that I'm actually looking at is actually fabrics from you that they,
1: right. But they are created digitally by computer gigs mm-hmm. and it's like mathematical equations. It's, you know, it's, like I just took a swatch and they scanned it. Of
0: course. It. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It has to be able to move, but you're the, you really are the expert of the fit. So you're.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Because, you know, those guys can create probably a jean jacket or something. But totally. how is it like the character I'm dealing with, with, with now? She has a big head, kind of rounder her hips, but it's a still cartoon proportion. That sounds
0: like me with a big head and a big butt. <laughs> kind of sounds familiar.
1: <laughs> you're funny. <laughs> uh, so it's in- I have to come in and go, okay, you know, we have to make the arm yeah. jacket much slimmer, they slim her, you know, we will keep the jeans. They wanted kind of maybe um, boyfriend jean, but when I put that the boyfriend jean fit on that character, she started looking fat. So Probably. those are the things that we as costume designers have the expertise. And I think that, right. you know, great. We can't be afraid of losing that they will take over. We need it. We always going to be needed. I think, you know, our expertise of fabric and fit Um, I didn't even think
0: about that, that fear of possibly digital happening, yeah.
1: What if you, you know, then it's all technology and, you know, the technical guys are taking over. They are amazing and I couldn't do what they do, but they do not do anything without us. You know, we are really needed uh, in the process.
0: I think all my smart writer friends will attest to the fact that they are not allowed to buy anything without me. (laughs) So (laughs) we are very, very much needed Uh, Tracy says how much she loves you because you're always up front. Tracy, I believe that you're pretty up front, too. So I think that's why we get along.
1: I think so. I think think this is
0: why it works. Uh, One of the things, and this is more just bragging, not necessarily a question, clothing lines that have literally copied Clueless to their own lines, Wild Fox, Topshop, Fashion Nova, H&M, I I mean, it's – mind-blowing. One of the things that I was watching last night and I was remembering is uh, Cher's mix Match Computer Program.
1: So good. And
0: there's so many, they found 11 apps. Not only do people copy your looks, but they literally built apps (laughs) off of that movie. Were you involved in that process
1: of that was me and emmy heckling you know we were coming up with all crazy stuff like what would this girl have as a rich girl (laughs) number one the closet that was like you know revolving like in the, you know and then really there was the beginning of the computer so we were like what if she had a computer program that you know miss that that you could you know see what outfits you're wearing today and it was amazing i mean it it was quite a big feet at the time to make that happen because it was so new. I mean, truly, we didn't have cell phones. It was no. still, you know, Polaroid time.
0: <laughs> I still have. Do you know that when I take my, my fitting photos, all my young costumers, they're like, why is your photo crooked? I was like, oh, it oh, comes but- from back. At, I still do it to the day, <laughs> back <laughs> in the Polaroid days. Uh, they were saying, God, people just love you. I just, oh, here's a question. So you have the costume designer from Empire and a huge movie that's coming out. It's going to be mind blowing. Where did Dion's, Oh, she said it earlier, Paolo, where did Dion's amazing hat come from again?
1: Kalkin K-O-K-I. He's a head designer from New York city. Hit him up. He'll design amazing stuff for you to go with your (laughs) designs. He's brilliant.
0: And Uh, she tricked it out, Paolo. She added the patent leather.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm no, this is of the else of my costume. Oh,
0: so that was the inspiration. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. OK, so I've got five. Oh, here's one more selfish question for me. The kid who played Christian on Clueless, his style. Wh- where the hell, heck did that come from? Because it was so out of left field, but it was so clean in 50s. What inspired you for him? That's my question.
1: You know, we had so many discussions with Emmy what that should be. And we didn't want audience to know that he was gay when they saw him. So it, it couldn't have been too feminine. It couldn't have been pink or so whatever. Right. Like, you really had to be very sneaky. Yeah. But style that a gay guy would wear. And at the time, you know, a lot of people wore vintage clothes, but like full on vintage. I mean, yeah. I remember 80s or 90s. I wore 40s, you know, suits and stuff. So And the
0: 90s, I wore 70s stuff. But not like that
1: guy. Right. Yeah. But like the james dean and he had something about him you know that was very kind of uh classic you know right. that beauty that's almost like a movie star from the another era so that's kind of where it came into and i brought the stuff to the fitting and it was yeah. really real i mean the pants were 40s they were they had you feet. could
0: tell where the where the rise
1: it, hit no there was like stuff rented from a costume house yeah, you know yeah. mixed with this sexy tight t-shirt to make it modern but you know even wearing the porcupine hat i mean everything and i felt it was such a great um way of presenting this character because we we really didn't <clears throat> want to make it very not visible
0: no you did slight little pink and salmon and those right but later yeah and i think yeah. when 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 later you find out that he's gay you're like oh now
1: i get it that those are really cool but it out. wasn't
0: in your face it wasn't overt it was it's done so seamlessly
1: and it was fun, you know, he had the right body for it too. It worked in the fitting. So it just kind of. And, it clicked. It, yeah, everything clicked. It's
0: good it when good. those. He was the lead, but he came in, you know. I like when those fittings, because you've got all everything else yeah. going on, when they come in yeah. and it works and you're like, nailed it. Moving on to the next. So, so good. I love it. I, one
1: of those fittings I had actually with Nicole Kidman was one Ooh. of my career because I had to fly with like 11 giant bags. It was <laughs> Just go with it. But, <gasps> And I had to, you know, take eleven giant body bags. Pretty right. No,
0: I know those bags you're talking about. I've had to fly with them before.
1: Thousands, eight thousand dollar Gucci dresses and all kinds of crazy stuff. Because she played this really snooty, you know, very comedic character. Yeah. And I met her in the, you know, hotel room, and it was so on. It was so like she walked in. It was about the character. I had every. We clicked. Within forty-five minutes, we had seven changes. So good, so good. Thank you, and it was amazing. So it's really like you know being prepared and being really ready, and you know talking in the fitting about the character, not about the fashion. And you know, actors are different. So some will want to be okay. What am I wearing? And it it was you know for these professional, I think actors who really are into what they do, it's not about the fashion so much. It was an $8,000 Gucci dress, but it wasn't about the Gucci dress. It was wasn't right for the character.
0: Well, you said something really, really smart, and it happens a lot with the shows that I do, because it's all these young girls coming in going, I love these baggy dresses. I love this tent oh. dress. And you're like, cool, let me show you what this is going to look like. Do we like right. that? So right. I love that you said you sometimes have to remind them it's not about the fashion. It's about the character. And that is a huge yeah. difference between styling and costume designing, and right. I really love that you said that to put that in the minds of everyone, just to remind them. I had to, you know, remind an actor of who they were because sometimes they get mixed up, you know, because they get so caught up in what's happening, right? right? right. Well, it's edu-
1: <clears throat> earlier. It's educating them. I think it's really talking about the character and who they are, where they
0: come from, where they shop, how much money they make, all of that stuff. So, and where would they shop exactly? Where would that character shop? And I, all these costume designers are one hundred percent agreeing with what we're saying. Um, we only have, well, we, no, we've got actually, yeah, actually, we can, we've got 20 it. left. We've got 20 left. Okay, great. Um, okay, <coughs> Detroit, don't worry. I'm going to get to your question. I just want to ask a couple of my questions. Um, okay, so somewhat, a lot of your work, you know, obviously has been turned into this and turned into that. You even have on The Wedding Singer, it was turned into a musical and Romeo and Michelle was turned into a musical. One of the questions someone asked me, do you ever get approached or involved in that? Or you're just, you do your thing. It's not necessarily.
1: I would do anything. It's just sometimes it's just not the time for me to do it because I'm I'm so busy. Most and, likely, yeah. You no, know, it's a different, longer process too, you know. And uh I would have to leave LA, go to New York and, and spend a bunch of time there. It just really, it never has been the right time. Timing. Hopefully that something will we'll catch on. You know, I would love to do something like Enchanted or really you know, really great that I can, you know, truly design everything from scratch. would be really fun. I like
0: that. I like that. Uh, Dietri asks, enchanted curtains or dress first?
1: Oh my God, what a great question. It was hard. You know, talking about collaboration, it's yeah. very important to collaborate with your colleagues because this was really production designer's decision mm. what curtains they would be <laughs> And when he started bringing the the fabric, it was all like yellow and horrible green, and I was like, "This cannot work." And, and her
0: I, hair color so strong,
1: so jaundice. So you know, it was it was. <laughs> Did
0: you say jaundice? <laughs> yeah, it was,
1: it, you know that the pea green is the worst color for an actor. I mean, seriously, I don't know who can wear it. No. Uh, fair redhead, definitely not. No. So it was. You know, I had to bring the fabric. I had to talk to the director first. I had to kind of figure this out: how we're we going to approach, so they don't feel like you know I'm stepping on somebody's toes. True, true. You know, I mean, the, the argument was Amy is in this dress from one third of the movie.
0: Wait, so, did this end up being the blue dress? Yes. And That so, blue was so.
1: I actually brought the fabric, and what we what we ended up doing that we had this story that you know he was with the wife. We never kind of knew where the wife where was the wife, right? <laughs> Or left, but she decorated the apartment. We're kind of left over from her feminine touch. Okay. And we actually changed the shade slightly. So on the dress, I made a little bit more um, kind of blue-green.
0: Right. Opposed to what was there. Yeah.
1: Opposed to what was, was just a little bit off. But I was, you know, for me, it was the most important thing. How is it going to look on Amy? On her skin. no, mm-hmm. so we had all the embroidery on there too, which... You know, I, I think when you really saw it on the on the curtain, it wasn't so uh, busy. It actually looked fine. But on the dress, it was all about kind of the princess dress. But I had- love
0: that you, you knew that you had that freedom and that need to just change it once it was on her skin. And that's, you know, because of your experience. You're like, yes. that makes it look like it was that. But I need to do a little. That's how much you care, is that a lot of people could have just been like, sure, I'll use the same fabric.
1: But right. Well, I actually brought the fabric to him, so it oh. ended up I brought the fabric to him. Opposite, because oh, what I, what, what you know? They, they, again, they don't think about how clothes fit. They don't think how the fabric. I mean, she's dancing in this dress. She's being crazy. What's happening? So they, they just don't have that kind of uh, <laughs> emotional ties that we have to fabric. <laughs> so,
0: I don't. We we really do. I even I was talking to my friend this morning about his sheets and how they need to be folded. And he was like easy I'm like it's fabric you have to treat it with respect <laughs> wow Mona I, I mean it's so crazy okay wait what do you have the dress what oh I've had a couple questions the mannequin behind you is it a stripe and plaid and jewels I'm, I'm I'm working on this stuff
1: right now but this is a little bit of a you know clueless clueless homage that I brought
0: oh th- that just looks like what I want to wear later on so pretty much I just want to wear that so just keep it you on know, the thank you
1: yeah, Perfect. but I'm all of fun stuff. I'll show you.
0: Um, look at my questions, so I can get everything in. If you guys have a question, you better ask it soon, because you, you know can. me, I will have all these questions up there. I'm just,
1: <coughs> I'm just always doing something fun. So this is my kind of do. You know a little bit Romy and Michelle. uh, Oh
0: great color palette. That's beautiful. What is on her what is that neck? The neck looks like everything.
1: The fabric uh, boa that I made too. So it's you know I'm just working on stuff constantly just amusing myself with things. So yeah my my studio is
0: it's pretty fun you know this is my studio here. I'm going to attest Mona's house when you walk (laughs) in it is a work of art it makes you feel like you have transported to another planet and your backyard. If I just show up there one day, just walk by me, just like, I'm just going to be in that backyard. Cause it's, summer. well, you know,
1: to me, it's all creativity. I mean, to me, I want to be in, in an inspired environment. That's the word it's inspiring. You know, and just like go, okay, what do I do today? You know, like well, this fun stuff that I have here, you know, like what, what is it? My art. Awesome. Um, you no, know, I have, a, I built a cabana outside where I can meditate you know, oh, your this, backyard is so, it's yeah. beautiful. It's per, it really says you. It is you. And I think that, you know, it's so important to talk about it <clears throat> because I get a lot of questions, you know, where I get my inspiration. I think that Which, you- Yeah,
0: actually, I have three questions so, right here. Where do you get your inspiration?
1: go you know, inside. I think that we are so now, especially bombarded with all this stuff. There's so much information, you know, and I think there's True. so much, you know, when I meet And and work with young young designers or art students, you know. And there is assignments to do. They just Google something and they take the first pictures that comes out, you know. They don't go to the don't go look into the art, you know, or music and really be inspired by different things. And I think we have to go inside a little bit. (laughs) You have to meditate. You have to kind of build who you are in a way, because then you are filtered everything through your eyes Do you have- it's clueless it would be a different movie but respectfully maybe as great as well you know so it's really trusting you and your decisions and kind of your point of view and I think right. that it only comes when you are more sure of yourself and who you are
0: and your intuition I think that grows even more you know we have our given our born intuition but I think like you said you take in so many things from so many different people, friends, books, meditation, you know, that helps build who you are. And another way I get really inspired is other films. Do you, we have a question here. Do you have a favorite film that like inspired you maybe to get into this business or, you know, is
1: it something? You know what? I'm, I love fantasy. I love creating crazy worlds. You know, I really like
0: to break rules. Yeah. So for
1: I think that <laughs>
0: wait I love that that's a t-shirt Mona likes to break rules I love that
1: <laughs> uh, tell me of course uh, but I think that it's really creating something fresh it's creating something new finding something I mean I'm sure I would do a beautiful job you know recreating uh, nineteen 1800s but I, I'm more interested you know what what how can you bring something that's different you know I love how are you uh, I mean I love fantasy I mean I loved enchanted for the because it was just so interesting creating this world, you know, changing iconic characters, Maleficent, and doing something very fresh with her, you know, instead of the ball gown dress, I mean, that got the job. I presented something so different to the director in the meeting. I For Susan it,
0: Sarandon, correct?
1: Maleficent is <clears throat> the queen of the underworld. I mean, she has so much money and all the powers. Why wouldn't she go to runway shows I and know. bring something from there? And inf- you still have to stay in the, <clears throat> completely iconic Disney world, you want to still know that that's that character. But how do you reinvent them? Again, fine line of working with with everything that, that you get and, you know, be a transformation of the characters into different looks or be a transformation of iconic Disney characters into something fresh, but still feel like that character. You still got to know that it's Maleficent.
0: I think that the <clears> coolest <throat> thing, because I know Mona in real life and I know her work in real life, but I think the coolest thing that has come from this interview and the most educational thing that's come from this interview is the need and the importance of backstory. And I thought like, that's one of the things that I attribute like my, my work to is I really love to dig into their character and when a director or writer, or showrunner says, well, Arya would never do that. That means they know who they are. And listening to you, your level of backstory is, is on another level. I think that is the 100% a testament to your longevity, to your career. And you don't sound, you're not jaded a bit. You still love getting in. it.
1: Listen, this is what drives me. This is what drives me. This is what's fun. I mean, if I I think if you get dated and like then do something else that makes you happy. You know, I mean, this is really everything is inspiration. You know, the script is inspiration. I again, I can't stress enough too about collaboration. You know, I even if I'm on a movie, I bring everybody together. You know, I'm like teaching the new young production designers and DPs. I'm like, let's get together. Let's talk about it. What do you have? Smart. What are your, you know, what lens you're going to use? Are we going to be mostly outside, inside? What's the lighting? I mean, all of that is just so important. So my decisions are that much better. And then my work looks that much better because I got that information from them. And, then and
0: everything they- clicks by the time they go on set. You know, everything's already working. Just to give you a couple compliments, you've got Frank on here saying how much he loves us, Tracy Field. We've got, oh my God, I've got so many amazing people. Just so excited that you are on here. Um, okay. Off subjects. I miss, I miss your Cinco de Mayo parties. How ah, did you, how did you celebrate this Cinco de Mayo? Oh my God. With the COVID was- going on. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, okay. We've got a question. This is a lot of people's, um, two questions before we go. What was your first film? And do you have a favorite fashion designer? I've seen this come up a lot. What, what was do you, your first film that kind of when you got in the business or maybe one of the most important films maybe that you think kind of
1: I mean Clueless really was when I my first studio movie are you I, kidding I, me I didn't even have a I didn't even have an agent I had, I...
0: okay goodbye we're shutting this off Clueless was her first movie I'm gonna go get a drink I'll see you later <laughs>
1: for that and I, I did MTV show with Julie Brown I mean I you know downtown
0: I'm, Julie Brown the redhead Oh, th- yeah, she was even more crazy. She was badass. Yeah,
1: so much, you know. I mean, I did like three ninjas, I did small, small, small projects, you know. Um, but yeah, I think it, that
0: pilot, though, that pilot was so important to you because it brought awareness to a big designer of how in the moment you are. Yeah, yeah, I, I love that. I love that. Um, okay. Since we have about five minutes left, I'm going to ask you a couple Mandy's Minute questions. They're just little quickies. And then I want to, um, you know, leave you to say goodbye to all these people that tuned in. I just, I'm so excited. I get excited when other costume designers tune in. And we've had Lisa, we've got Paolo, we've got Tracy, it's uh, Meredith, everybody. Okay. If you were to be able to put yourself in any movie, to watch a costume designer or the movie being filmed. Like for me, I just want to be transported to 12 monkeys. How was it made? What did they choose? Julie Weiss is so epic. Is there a film that you wish you could be a little fly on the wall?
1: So many. I mean, I love Frida so much. That was just oh, such a good
0: smart. I like that one. Uh,
1: anything with Marlene Dietrich? Oh, my god. Seeing her in a fitting and how she wears her. Good call. Hair. Good call. Yeah. I like well, I don't know no that's great
0: Marlene Dietrich there's your answer done yeah do you have um a go-to designer that you like personally to wear I have people asking questions like do you have a fashion designer that you just like I mean Vivian Westwood obviously I'm not saying that's your answer but you guys seem like you work together
1: you know, awesome I'm very classic and I I travel a lot you know I have clothes from India I have I don't really do a lot of high designers right really. it. my repertoire um I think it's the
0: way that you do it. It's the Mona twist.
1: Really just kind of high and low. And, you know, I mean, I st- I wear stuff from h and M. I I mean, I-, I would wear a Dolce dress on a red carpet or something. You right. Know. Why not? Why not? I think to me, and that's maybe what I do in my work, too, I find clothes that fit me, that really are right for my body. You know, the, the top sleeve for my arm, because then I know that my arm looks skinny. And right. so it's drives me more than really <clears throat> going for a designer. You know, I'm, I'm always inspired designers each season who are really doing more clothes that are female. You know, I, f- I find really the fashion hard right now because it's not very female tra- friendly. And I think there's just so much crazy stuff going on with the big sleeves and it's beautiful in the way of art. But truly for us to wear this every day very- With boobs
0: and being 5'11", I'm like, come on guys, come on people. So I still, like you said, I think when we find those classic pieces that our body works well with, I still go back to that.
1: Yeah, you know, it's the right neckline. And I mean, I know my body, what works and what should I show. I you know, and I want to be comfortable. I mean, we also, you know, we hard workers. We don't sit all the time.
0: We're running around. Don't you remember like getting up and wearing that outfit that you thought was so cool? Then you're in a fitting. You're like, what did I do? I can't freaking move today. (laughs) Okay, I've got. A uh, question from a friend of mine, Lisa. Do you have, as a costume designer, is there a rule that like, I mean, you, knowing you, Mona, you've probably got a set of like go-tos of, you know, collaborate well, patient, you know, all these things. Is there something that, you know, maybe some advice that you can say is a, a quality in a costume designer that you really think you pride yourself on that you have? Not necessarily. I would say a rule. You
1: have to step out of yourself. I like I mean, okay. even though it's it's filtering through your mind but you also have to step out what everything you know you you can't put all the rules oh i hate brown or you know i don't like the
0: that that's one of my rules sometimes i <laughs> know i get that i get that
1: i mean so you have to also be very open and fluid i think things yeah. change much in our business in our process that you know you you last minute you're going to find out it's going to be a green couch you're going to find out that you know Today, She's the drinking author, red
0: wine. In, yeah.
1: You know what I mean? Whatever that is, that, that last minute, you have to be ready for the change. You yeah. have to be ready. Yeah. To so Okay, the outfit that I just so totally loved and the actor loved and everything was... Blah, blah, blah. Okay, right now, within five minutes, I got to go back to my room and find something else. And you have to flow with it. So I think being kind of very open yeah. to the change and the decision-making that you know affects us be it DP, be it the director, be it the actor last minute and, and kind of being okay with it. You know, I mean, I've seen like even in movie uh, Haunted Mansion, you know, there was this huge scene, ballroom scene when I had like 300 people dressed yeah. and had to uh, turn off the century, Victorian, all kinds of costumes with masks. I and mean, it was the most beautiful scene. And when I saw the movie, it was just a faded image in the beginning opening sequence. But, so, but you, know, you know what, Mona? There were, there, was, there were clothes coming from Italy. There was from London for And this. that was You're it. Making.
0: So you have to be like, OK. Right? The- but I think, just because we've got 30 seconds left, I think that your talent will give it 200%. You will fill those masks. You will get that background done. And that gets you the next job, Mona. There's, there's a reason that you keep working, is because the people behind you, the directors, the DPs, they are going to want to come to a costume designer that gives it their all. I am so thankful to you with the 20 seconds left, and my viewers, that you gave me the little bit of time you have left. And I am so gracious. I, I feel like we got to hang out a little bit. So thank you. And to everyone watching Western it, Costume.
1: Be here because it's Clueless 25th anniversary tomorrow. You know, I'm going to celebrate big time.